0: Welcome to day number three of our 21 Days of Prayer campaign. Um, I want to encourage you before we begin today to make a plan right now to invite someone to join you on this prayer journey. Um, You can share the program via the app or maybe Facebook, uh, or of course by visiting citygrace.church slash prayfirst. Um, and in today's devotion, I wanted to share a thought on quick prayers. And sometimes we wrestle, you know, as Jesus followers with praying quick or praying for short lengths of time. Sometimes it, it maybe it doesn't feel like holy to us because it wasn't hard to pray or we tend to wonder if quick prayers really work or if God, you know, even wants us to pray quick prayers ever. And and while I don't think that our prayer life should entirely consist of quick prayers, just like family mealtime shouldn't always be like this three minute race because you're relate to soccer practice. The reality is that not only are quick prayers effective, they're actually mentioned and encouraged in scripture. Uh, Jesus taught on prayer in Matthew chapter 6. It was part of his sermon on the mount and uh, he said this in verses 7 and 8. When you pray, Don't babble on and on as the Gentiles do. They think their prayers are answered merely by repeating their words again and again. But don't be like them, for your Father knows exactly what you need even before you ask Him. So Jesus is warning uh, against falling into a trap uh, of thinking that the longer that we pray or the more words that we say, the more effective our prayers are. Now he's not teaching against long prayers. In fact, he seemed to regularly spend exterior, uh, extended periods of time away from his companions and praying. And you know, but what he's talking about is our attitude toward long versus short prayers. I I, I don't think he wanted us to to believe or to feel that the longer that we'd spend in prayer, the better the prayers are. And then conversely, if the prayer is shorter, well, then it must not be a good prayer or it must not be an effective prayer. He warns against babbling on and on. In other words, thoughtless, prayer, disengaged prayer, just disconnected. The prayer that Jesus prescribes is thoughtful. It's intelligent. It's this fully engaged conversation with the father who is so engaged with you that he knows what you really need apparently before we even do. Now, there's this other account in the Old Testament that illustrates the power of the quick prayer. In fact, I think it's the shortest prayer record, recorded in the whole Bible. Um, a Jewish captive named Nehemiah was heartbroken because his homeland of Israel was in, in ruins. And so he is the um, cupbearer to the king, his captor king. And, and one day the king notices him um, kind of with this long face, and, and he's never seen Nehemiah like this before. And so he asks, you know, why Nehemiah is sad. And so Nehemiah pauses to tell the king the condition of his homeland and how can he be anything but sad with his homeland in ruins? And then the king asks Nehemiah, well, then what can I do to help? And watch what happens. I'm going to read to you from Nehemiah chapter 2, verses 4 and 5. Watch what happens in this these verses that Nehemiah shares, shares with us. He says, With a prayer to the God of heaven, I replied, If it pleased the king, and if you are pleased with me, your servant, send me to Judah to rebuild the city where my ancestors are buried. Now, did you catch that? It happens so quick at the beginning that we almost miss it. Between the time of the king saying, what can I do to help? And then Nehemiah sharing his request... Nehemiah prayed. I mean, that couldn't have taken more than like one second, maybe even less than one second. And now think about this. We're reading the recorded words of Nehemiah's account after everything is happening or after everything's happened. This is probably years later when Nehemiah writes this down. And as he is remembering and recording how God used him to bring about the rebuilding of Jerusalem, That quick blink of a prayer is remembered and it's recorded for eternity and it worked and God answered and God used Nehemiah to rebuild Jerusalem. So don't despise short prayers. Now, don't make them the norm or the only way you pray. But on busy days and in sudden circumstances, have faith in the right thing. Don't place your faith, don't place your confidence in how long you pray or how fancy your words are. Let your faith and your confidence rest in a good, good Father who sees you and knows what's on your heart and on your mind. Trust in His goodness and lean on His goodness. Now for your Bible time today, uh, Nehemiah is an incredible read. So head over to chapter one and chapter two of Nehemiah to start learning the story of an underqualified man being used by God in an amazing way. I pray that your prayer time is blessed today and uh, I, I will see you back tomorrow for day number four of Pray First.